0: And so we've reached this powerful day of Pentecost, a day which is often ignored by the wider world. But for the church, it's an incredibly important day. Nearly everyone in the world remembers and celebrates their birthday. And Pentecost is, of course, the birthday of the worldwide church of Jesus Christ. And so it deserves to be celebrated with joy. But why was that day in itself also so powerful? Quite simply, it was the first time when earth met heaven in an incredibly powerful and transformative way that has never happened before. And although it is in one sense repeated regularly, it will not be surpassed again until the coming of the new heaven and the new earth, the coming down out of the new Jerusalem to earth for that new era at the end of time. While looking at that day, Four factors, I think, contributed to this, two from earth's side and two from heaven. On earth, there was the preparation and presentation, and from heaven, presence and power. Let's look at those those now in turn. The preparation for this day began, really, before the world began, but especially since Jesus was born, when God himself took on frail human flesh. People saw in him what we can become if we live in unbroken relationship with God as Father. And thus empowered from heaven himself in human form, Jesus was ready to pour out his life in love and service to the poor and lost. But on the other side, our utter failure to live up to this new standard was revealed, as even those who had believed in him helped to crucify him or fled in fear. But God raised Jesus from the dead, giving the hope of forgiveness and eternal life for those who had believed in him. But all this preparation now needed a special time of presentation, when those who had seen and believed now presented themselves to God in obedience to Jesus' last command, ready and waiting not on their own, but together, fishermen and tax collectors, men and women, all united by one great desire, to obey Jesus' last word and to wait expectantly for God's new gift, hungering and thirsting for what alone could change them into the church so that they now could become the hope of the world. They needed to present themselves together to God as living sacrifices, not knowing what to expect, but waiting for God himself to come and visit them at the time of his choosing. And so that was the preparation here on earth, without which it would never have happened. But what made it so powerful is that what came from heaven was not just the sound of a violent wind and tongues of fire, a shaking and a purifying, an outbreak of supernatural power, but because this was not just the hand of God, but the presence of God coming down from heaven, God, the Holy Spirit, in person, coming to not only rest upon the disciples, but to be given right into their hearts so that they became temples of the living God. As Jesus prophesied in John 14, this would not just be temporary, but he would be in them and with them forever the Holy Spirit of adoption, giving them new birth, born of God himself to become children of God forever in God's family as he lavished his love upon them and filled their hearts with overflowing joy and praise, pouring out in unknown tongues of praise to God that brought the attention of everyone. This power was the power of the presence of God himself overflowing for the first time from deep within human hearts as the church was born of God's Holy Spirit. No wonder the signs were unprecedented and no wonder the crowd stood up and took notice. Some mocked, but 3,000 were convicted of their own sin, discovered that they too could receive mercy and forgiveness and by putting their faith in Jesus Christ as God crucified and risen Lord they too could become temples of God the Holy Spirit themselves and be joined into the explosive beginning of God's church Jesus Christ's body here on earth and the good news is that the same Holy Spirit is available to enter purify fill transform and overflow from the hearts and mouths of each and every one of us today If we too are prepared to put aside all other distracting desires and ask for this one thing, God himself, the Holy Spirit of Jesus, to dwell within us and live through us. And as we keep hungering and thirsting, the same love, joy, praise and power is available to fill us each and every day and to pour through us into a dry, desperate and divided world and become a river of life in our streets our cities and our land. So let us pray. Father God, we are sorry for where we have ignored the greatest gift you offered to men and women, the gift of yourself, the Holy Spirit of Jesus, to make your home in our hearts. Please make us ready to welcome you into our inner temple, In Charles Wesley's words, may love divine, all loves excelling, come and fix in us your humble dwelling. May we see this as our greatest calling on earth to host your presence within us by the Holy Spirit so that he can lead us, fill us and shine out of us bearing witness to Jesus as the Saviour of the world to your glory, Father God.